0: hey everyone welcome back to the all-stars journey i hope you guys are all safe and well and having a great 2021 this year hopefully we all stay covid free and our businesses just keep booming in this episode i'm chatting with vicky Roof. she runs the arh or the australian ranch horse which is looking on to put on a premier event called Australia's Greatest Horseman or Horsewoman Down Under. In my personal opinion, this could be one of the biggest and greatest events Australia has ever seen. So let's get chatting to Vicky and find out more about this great sport. Our proud sponsor for this episode is Natasha Daly from Stitchamon. They're located on Main Street in Lithgow. Tash can help you with all your embroidering custom heat press needs, whether it's workwear, sports teams, jackets and prizes. Just send her an email and she can help you out. She also does vehicle signs, magnets, banners, business cards, logos and various apparel. She also looks after my merchandise and keeps me looking great. She also looks after the New South Wales Raining Horse Association merchandise too. So if you're in need of any merchandise, don't be afraid to catch Natasha Daly from on Embroidery. You can find her on Facebook. Hi, Matt. There you go. <laughs> okay, third time lucky now.
1: Let's hope. Yes.
0: Thing is, I'm crossing all my fingers at this people. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're involved with the Australian Ranch Horse, which is also known as the ARH. Um, can you go into a bit of detail and explain that to what that actually is?
1: Australian Ranch Horse is um, it's, it's a true performance, heritage performance working horse. It's a, ca- a horse that works with cattle. It's versatile on the ranch and um, very forward-moving. Generally of a Western breed, Um their heritage goes back to the States from since cattle, cattle management began many years, you know, back in the dark ages, you can say. Um, yep. It involves working cow horse, reining, boxing, cutting, roping, trail, and just general ranch riding. So it's very versatile. It's across a, a lot of disciplines.
0: Okay. That's kind of cool because it's not just... Um, a specific type of sport you've got like you just mentioned then you've got cutting raining, you know boxing totally different sports on their own but you've kind of been like this um, has been able to bring them all together so to speak
1: that's right yeah and, and it's it's um it's something that it starts at the beginner the beginners it's something from for beginners right through to the elite horsemen. so there's something for everyone
0: yeah, that's um, right.
1: Which appeals to a lot of people in the fact of you don't have to have any fancy gear. You don't have to have a, um, a special breed or registered type horse. You can bring any horse along that you like. Um, we allow people to ride in fender saddles, western saddles, or the or a um, stock saddle. I couldn't think of that for a minute. So, so we have... The only thing we don't allow, obviously, is some um, dressage saddles. But yep. it, it allows people from dis- different disciplines to come in and join it. Um, there's no particular requirements.
0: Oh, that's great. Okay, so with the Australian Ranch Horse, what about it makes it kind of special or different to other disciplines?
1: Okay, what makes it special is there's a variety of um, categories in there. There's something for everybody. It allows the very beginner to come in and have a try and it goes right through to the elite horseman. So there's something for everybody. And the disciplines are softer in a lot of areas, if that makes sense. Um, As you would know from the reining is very technical and um, our reining is nowhere near as technical. So it's somebody who's a beginner can actually have a go at it and probably find it quite easy to do. So that's what makes it different, I think, in the fact that it just allows anybody from any discipline, camp drafting, anywhere to come in and have a go and get on the horse. And someone like myself who hasn't ridden for 15 years, um, and I've lost a bit of confidence, I guess, at my age, and things like this wasn't around when we were young. We were just bush riders. That's all we did. We just got on a road every day. But I'm going, this is sort of something that appeals to someone like me. I can actually have a go at this. It's not something that I need to be really technical and learn so much about I can just get in there and have a go and I think I feel that's what makes it different anyway
0: yeah true because I I looked up some of the raining patterns was it last week I think and you know instead of doing your three spins you've got one and a half spins instead of doing three circles you might have two circles um so and it's and the gear that you kind of use too there's no bling there's no Yep. Wolf College, there's You know, it's, it's kind of cool because you don't, it's not like you're going out there and not presenting your horse in a tidy manner. It's just, it's not the show environment. It's basically showing what your horse would look like on a ranch.
1: That's right. And, and that's, that's the important thing. And also, too, it allows people to feel, I think it allows a bit of a comfort zone, too, when you don't have to get um have all that bling on your horse and everything like that. You can just come out in your general everyday saddle, bring your stock saddle out, your fender or your Western saddle, your bridle. Just groom your horse up, wash them, make them look a little bit tidy. You don't need anything special. Put on a good pair of jeans and a nice shirt and a bit of a, you can even wear a working shirt and away you go. You're ready to go. So it's not like that you have to spend days and days getting yourself ready for it. (laughs)
0: Yes. And it would be a lot more cost effective too.
1: Absolutely. Um, and, (laughs) and I think for, um, a lot of people, that's a big thing because let's face it, having a horse is not cheap these days. (laughs) So, um, and if we can all get into something that that's going to be fun also to, i look at this as a fun sport is with the trailer. And and that's what I want to make it fun for, particularly for the beginners and the people changing disciplines and coming back into riding again, it needs to be fun. Um, too much is placed on competition these days, and if you have too much competition, it puts a lot of pressure on you, and you don't really enjoy it as much as if you make it fun. So, that's my big thing about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's fun, you want to keep doing it. Yep. You know, because you've got people out there that are, that are super competitive. You know, like myself, and always want to beat someone or beat what I have done better. Yep. Or you've got people that just want to go out and they're not really too concerned about beating anyone. They just want to, you know, like you say, have a go. And it's, if that becomes fun for them, they keep coming back.
1: That, that That's right. It needs to be about the sport more than the competition.
0: Yep. Yep. So with the ranch horse, there's a lot of obstacle courses in that too there. Yes, that's, that's right. There's yep.
1: your, your trail courses, um, which I, I'm sort of, having only taken this on a while ago, I'm still learning about all these trail courses and everything, um, they can include things like bridge bridges walking over different poles, um, carrying buckets, dragging a, a tree or a branch, um, negotiating uneven terrain, backing through bales, um, entering and exit yards, going through gates, moving cattle. It's all sorts of things you can have in your obstacle courses. So it's I guess it depends on how technical you want to make it. And actually on our website... Um, there's an official ranch classes section where it, it's got a video of a ranch horse versatility trial class there and it goes through each class so that people can get an understanding of it and what they might like themselves to do.
0: Oh, that's good. That's really good. Gives them a place to start. Yeah, that's right. So where can we watch or participate with the Australian ranch horse? Okay. Where's the, where do you guys hold your... Um, shows?
1: Well, we really haven't held any at the moment. I've, I've sort of slowly been I'm one of these people I like to um, think about it make sure I do things right um, We actually have a an approved show going on at the moment up in Queensland. It'll start in the end of April but our first major show is going to be The Greatest Horseman Down Under. But having said that, we will be doing some smaller shows and we may even just run some dry shows as well in for, for real beginners as well. Um, Blaney, I've just signed up as a, a user with Blaney because they've got a massive indoor arena out there and it's just fantastic. So I've just signed up as become a user group with them. So we'll hold some out there as well as some clinics. Um, here at Sugarloaf, I'd like to do a, a clinical two and then hold a dry show here. And um, hopefully in Binaway. I don't know if you know Binaway very well, but Australian Ranch Wharf sponsors Binaway. And we're hoping to hold a couple of little shows up there. And particularly in places like that, I really want to encourage the youth to come along and join it because I think that's the future of our sport, the young people.
0: Yes, the youth is always the future of our sport in every discipline.
1: That's correct. it certainly is.
0: Yes. So all those venues that you mentioned, they're all in New South Wales. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. Yep. Okay. Awesome. That's great. So let's talk about the what well, well, what I think to be can possibly be one of the biggest premier events kind of in the horse world is the greatest horseman horsewoman down under.
1: Yes, <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> working on that right now. Look, I'm hoping that it can be something special. Um, when when I was I was a member of Australian Ranch Horse before I acquired it, and and I saw the greatest horseman down under come out, and it was going to be held down at K Ranch originally, which is um, around my area. And I was very keen to go and watch it. But, of course, that got cancelled and then um, things changed and it was no longer happening. And when I acquired it, um, obviously, you know, Quentin Stapleton, he trains our horses because we're heavily involved in the, the cow horse. He competes with yep. our horses in the cow horse events. He rang me up and he said, you have to run Australian." greatest horseman down under he said nothing else and I said okay and of course since then and I've watched the world's greatest horseman just recently which has inspired me to no end Um, fortunately I have an event management background so I have great visions for this eventually but I'm starting off small and I think it's an important event it'll be the only one in Australia that has four phases um, as the greatest horseman and I'm learning every day as I go along on the on the horse side and things like that. I'm getting a lot of help from a lot of people. Some great people have helped me. Adele, who originally started Australian Ranch Horse, she's been a great help to me. Um, Wilbur Thornbury, he he's been giving me some advice. He's also been a lot of help. Um, Joe and Red McConnell, they've been fantastic. Joe's great with the horsemanship side things and showmanship. She's just a wealth of knowledge. And Quentin, of course, has just been He's just—he's fantastic. He encourages me with everything. He answers any question that I ask him, and um, yes, and I'm surrounded. I'm lucky to be surrounded with people like and in yourself, Matt too. So I'm really lucky to be surrounded with people who know the horse industry very well and have been involved in it. And I have a vision of hopefully this year was only going to be, probably be a small one this year. It's a start, and then I'm hoping it'll grow from there. And I'm hoping that it will become something special like it is in the states as well
0: yeah yeah so what does it entail what are the four the four parts to it
1: okay there's the cutting um and it's based on the NRCHA um, type rules there's the cutting there's the reining there's the roping and steer stopping for the guys and breakaway roping for the girls and uh, of course, down the fence, your cow horse down the fence. That'll be the finale. So it's it's got the four full on phases, and I think it'll be quite exciting.
0: And is that all in a one handed ramel, um, or is it is it to start off? It's going to be like a two hand deal, and then it's going to start to be a one handed. Yes, that, event?
1: That, that's correct. I think that that we'll start it that way. Yes, because I want to start where I, where I can finish type thing. I, I don't want to put too big an expectation out there to start off with. I need to get the interest and um, I want the people who, who you know, are keen on this sort of thing and ha- are able to compete in this sort of event to come. They may not have a horse who's in a, ready to be in a Rommel just yet. So I think we'll start off two-handed and then we'll go to the Rommels eventually.
0: Yep. Yep. Oh, that'll be fantastic. I was, I was lucky enough to go and watch the world's greatest horseman and for me, that's kind of the pinnacle of you know horsemanship. Just being able to do all that stuff in a RML one handed—that's that's pretty tough.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. And like I say, I watched all the greatest horse, the world's greatest horsemen recently, and um, it's very inspirational. Yes. And, and, and I'm, yes. Hoping, I'm <laughs> hoping our event will be inspirational because it'll, we'll be running it alongside during the daytime. We'll have a Kabbalah, just a, a Kabbalah ranch show, and I'm hoping a lot of those people who come there, there might be the younger kids who can see what they can do in their life. It'll give them some inspiration, something to strive for as well. So I think it's important to run an event like this alongside your normal show. So um, it's just not out there on its own.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, so what's your vision for the ARH?
1: Okay, my vision is, look... I want it to remain, as, like I said, the big thing for me is I want it to be a sport where people who don't know what sport to join, they come and join this because it gives them the option to learn everything and make a decision whether they want to stick with ranch riding or they want to go into a different discipline. But whilst doing that, I want them to have fun. I want them to know that this is an environment where there's not a lot of pressure. It's an environment where they can come and enjoy and if, So that's where they want to be and enjoy enjoy that instead of getting into heavy competition, it's a place where they can stay. Um, That's important to me is the fact, I'm just trying to put it it into words, but I want to say, um, I think it's just important that people have somewhere to go rather than somewhere where they can fit in no matter what. Yep. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yep. Well, because you've got the different, you've got a, few different disciplines involved in the the ranch arts it's not just like a raining you know club where there's basically just raining yep. there's different levels of raining but you guys have kind of you know that's a bit more open to fit a broader range of people and
1: yeah that's right and and look I've got we've got some things planned um, uh, which I've spoken to you about Matt uh, about um, a couple of weekends where we're going to have a few clinicians working one day and then we'll have a little bit of a, um, a simulated show the next day which we're going to make fun and and I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much about it but that's we've got that planned and I'm really excited about running those because I think that, that it will take off and it'll be something that a lot of people who don't even never want to show might come and do this because it gives them the opportunity to play with it without ever having to do it. Yes. So,
0: That that's good because I find a lot of people, they want to get involved but they don't want to go to the show part. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Which, you know, is is quite daunting because you're out there by yourself, you know, in front of people who are, I suppose, you've got the judge who is judging you and then you've got other people who are kind of watching you. You know, that's that's pretty daunting as well.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people are very self-conscious and they're frightened of of what people might say if they do something wrong. So that's why I think these little events we're going to run will be, Um, very enjoyable for a lot of people and and that this is going to make it real fun for a lot of people.
0: Oh, that's good. That's exciting. So besides the greatest, the, the greatest horseman, horsewoman, what other events have you got coming up? We've got
1: the Remuda, which is the, the big ranch horse show in September and that's the big annual one. And um, that'll, that's got, nearly every class and it'll have working cow horse the lot it'll it'll be a big it'll be a four-day show so it's um it's my next project after we finish with the greatest horseman down under i'm busy working on that at the moment um as i say the first show is the hardest and the others are all easy after that
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's totally understandable so um and that's going to be held down at comedy as well if
1: we're going to make sugarloaf the home of of Australian ranch horse, um, I don't know if many people know Sugarloaf, but Sugarloaf's been around forever. I think anyone who's been in the horse industry for quite some time has been to Sugarloaf and shown there in the early days. Um, Robbie Black has taken over Sugarloaf, and they're bringing it back to life. It, it's what he's doing out there is absolutely amazing. He's um, the indoor uh, under arena will become an indoor arena. He's Building a cafe out there. At the moment, I think he's got six different arenas, and there's room for more. He's even going to build more. He's wow. putting new facilities. Um, not only will you have the main undercover arena, there's going to be another arena next to it, undercover as well. It's um, he's just got so many plans for it, and it it'll be a venue that that'll just have, be able to accommodate so many different areas. It, it's got. Currently, it's had there for many years. It's got a cutting arena and a, and a camp draft arena anyway that hasn't been used. So he's bringing all those back. And um, I think Sugarloaf, yeah, we, we want to be part of it growing and coming back to life. And, and it's going to help Australian ranch horse grow and come back to life.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. 'Cause I've I've seen the way the rain cow horses come back yes. to life. Um, so I can't wait to see the ranch horse come back to life too. Just just to have that, you know, the greatest horseman, horseman, horsewoman event available to people and to show people what they can kind of work towards and how they can get a super broke horse and you know, with a with a horse that broke, you can basically do anything that, you want. That's right.
1: And look, like I say, I, I grew up I never got taught to ride. I rode bareback most of my life in just bush riding. And I never understood what a broke, real broke horse was until um, I started working with Quentin. And he's got our horses really broken. And, and they are just, it's a different horse to ride. It's beautiful when you drive, ride a really broke horse. So, and, and yep. I think in this day and age, there's so many um, good trainers out there and there's so much more knowledge there's no reason why horse riding can't be a safe sport for everybody and something that everybody can enjoy. So, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it comes right. back to life because I think it's I think it's something that we're crying out for 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 the general public for something like ranch riding.
0: Yeah, that's right. Cool, awesome. Um, so what is the website where everyone can? Uh, look you guys up and find out more information if they yes,
1: want to. Yes, it's um, www.australianranchhorse.com.au Okay, And awesome. um, Yep, we're, well, we're updating it all the time. We're, we're putting our events on there. It's um, in the process of getting updated at the moment, but it, it is open. And definitely people should get on there and look at the classes, because I think that will give them an idea of what they might and mightn't like, and, and it'll, it'll spark their interest.
0: Yep, that sounds really, really good. Awesome. All right, Vicky. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I can't wait to get a bit more involved in the ranch horse side of things too. Just to have a go and, you know, get my horse broke. Hopefully, one day I'll be going in that horseman greatest horseman down under event. Maybe in 10 I don't think ten
1: years, Matt, but I hope you are in it next year. <laughs> So
0: <laughs> I, ha- I have to learn how to rope properly look, first. Come
1: along to a ranch, a ranch show. Actually, we're going to do some roping clinics. Actually, very, very soon, because I think that's that's something that people need to. Um, it, it's yeah, it, it's a bit of an art, I believe roping is. So we're going to do some <laughs> roping clinics, and maybe you can come along to one, Matt.
0: I will. I will as soon as you get one organized. Let me know, and I'll take time off work so I can come. Well, I look forward
1: to it. And listen, thanks for calling me and. And it's really been great to talk to you and um, I look forward to catching up with you sooner than later.
0: Awesome. All right, Vicki. Well, um, stay safe and I'll talk to you You soon. You too. Thanks, Matt. This episode is brought to you by Equidae Botanical Horse Care. Equidae Botanical Horse Care specialised in horse care and grooming products formulated with some of nature's most effective and healing properties. Equidae naturally bring out the best in your horse.